where we dive deep into the pressing issues that shape our nation. I'm your host, Kate Taylor, and along with my co-host, Crash, we're excited to bring you the thought-provoking discussions, exciting guests, and insightful analysis on the American landscape. On this show, we believe that every voice matters. That's why we invite you, our listeners, to join the conversation by sounding off live right here on X. Whether you have burning questions, passionate opinions, or want to challenge our guests' point of view, we're here to make sure that you're heard. Each week, right here, we'll explore a range of topics. We'll bring in expert guests to share their thoughts and perspectives, but the most important component will be you. Our aim is to use this platform to foster constructive dialogue, encourage critical thinking, and promote American needs first amid the complexities of disinformation, warfare, and politically manipulative media. Mm. So whether you're an Anon, a concerned normie citizen, or even a brainwashed leftist simp, this show is for you. <laughs> Grab your favorite beverage, a side of bacon, and sound off, America. Yeah. There you go. That is what I'm talking about. That's right. Pilot episode, a little bit of glitches, but we'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) So one theme runs through the elections past when it comes to conservatives. Settling for candidates that we're not entirely thrilled about, but who we vote for because we have no other option. Right. So when elections are secured in the future and we take them seriously again, we really have to do our due diligence long before and really vet any that put themselves forth for a critical position in the branches that run this country, Mm -hmm. right? We've got people now like DeSantis, Vivek, Nikki Haley, you know, all ties with Democrats, Soros, you know, et cetera. Oh, yeah. And the bottom line is that it's time to stop electing career politicians and elect from among we the people. Essentially, we, we must never, ever settle again. So this first segment, I really would like to talk about not settling, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like how we can seriously make an effort to ensure that the people we're putting in there, we're not just putting in there because we need somebody in there. Yeah. We know the left's tactics. They put whoever's going to be there, you know, bend overs and promote the ideology, whatever the current phase of the operation for the cabal is. And that's who they put in there. And they throw their entire weight behind all of it to get them elected. Mm -hmm. So we know that we can't do that. We have to actually hire people, well, elect people that have the American interests first. Right. And only. So... This is what I'd like to talk about in this first segment today. And obviously, it's the pilot episode. So until people start to find us, the discussion's going to be pretty limited. (laughs) So what do you think about that? What are your feelings about that? Kind of an interesting thing. It it, it kind of takes me back a little bit to before I knew all that I knew. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, Before we knew about the the, the globalist agendas, before we knew about the the, this, that, and the next thing, the the cabal, the whole thing, right? Sure. Back before then, in in my observance of the the, the elections since I was a kid, uh, I've always sort of seen it as a show. It doesn't matter. It never has in my lifespan, and I'm 56 now. Um it doesn't matter who is running, whether it, it's on the, the civic level or the state level or the federal level. Uh, you, you see it in every election in this country. Right. It doesn't matter if a person says, you know what, I'm putting my hat in. Um, I, I've been on the school board in, in this district for 13 years. I, I've got experience doing this. I, I'm going to go and make things better for the parents and, and the kids. Right. Right. Um, that, that under normal circumstances, right, that would be good. And, and you can do that, but you never get anywhere. And why don't you get anywhere? Well, that's an interesting question, Crash. Because at every level of, of elections in this country, it's always the same thing. Right. There's always the superstars of wrestling. Right, exactly. Everybody knows Donald Trump. Everybody knows Joe Biden. 
Nobody knows Richard Conaway in, in Missouri, who's actually, you know, got a platform that makes sense. In, in 2016, when that was going on, there, there was a couple of no names running as independents. And I went to their websites and I read their platform and their agenda. Right. Every single thing on there was for the people of the United States. Now, isn't that interesting? Because all the superstars of wrestling, you see the same agendas. It might be moved around a bit. They're all pretty much the same because we, we all know. Sorry about that. <laughs> it just told me now that I can speak and yeah. came on. So, muted. Right. It is off. I am muted. That's a bit bizarre. All right. Uh-oh. Go ahead. I just yeah. left. There you go. Uh, so, so that's the, you know, you, you see the same things. And, and, and literally, since I was eight years old, America has had the same problems in its society and in its politics since, since then. We've had the same economic problems, the same military issues, the same uh, budget constraint situation, the same no accountability when there's supposed to be accountability and, oh, we'll come up with this you know, House Committee on Accountability that literally just wastes more of our money, does nothing. Right. And <laughs> so... But, 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 but that's all part of the show. Because what happens is, is what? You, you never see the, the no-name. You never see him. You know, you, you, there might be a little piece on the local news somewhere. Oh, you know, uh, Jim, Jim Conaway there. He's, he's running for president of the United States. Let's, let's take a little look into Jim's life. And then they'll do a three- or four-minute segment on him on the local news. And that's it. Right. right? There's nothing If else. they even do that. I mean, we are well aware, and this is part of the problem, we're well aware that there's only a select few that ever get the opportunity to run, which is something that makes me really suspect about Vivek Ramaswamy, because in any reality, this is just like, what, is he like a 30-year-old kid who started a biotech company or a pharmaceutical company or something like that? Yeah. And now all of a sudden, he's a he's serious a contender exactly. for president of the United States. First of all, he's not even old enough. Don't you have to be 40-something no. to... I believe so. Yeah, 42, I believe is the So age. why is he even there? Right. Well, it's it's all part of the show, right? Exactly. The, 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 this is what I'm getting to. Like, even before, don't even open your mouths about election fraud. Right. That This hasn't worked before <laughs> election fraud, right? Because it, it, it's that whole thing. It, Why yeah, is you, that you, doing that? Every time I accept your invite to co-host, it does that. That is very strange. But yeah, absolutely. I have it on mute. I have it all muted and my volume's down. I still hear it though. Yeah, but it's no more interference. Okay. If you say so. God. Well, here, no, it's too close. Here, you take it. Well, that's a bummer. Okay. So anyway, you're going to have to control the mechanisms then if I can't have my phone. All right. Uh, Danilo's here. Danilo, let me know if um, you can hear us and how it sounds. Let us know in the chat. See, I really want to be able to monitor the chat. Well, you, you can just keep the volume off. The volume was there you off. Go. Oh, you're so brilliant. See, this is why I married well, you. Well, see, now uh, vote for me in 2024. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But anyway, getting back to that, my, my, my whole point is, is that, you know, long before this election fraud thing, it's always just been a show. And, and you look at unemployment and you look at the economy and you look at, I mean, every single issue that faces the federal platform today. Right. It, we were facing it in 1970. I know. Not very much has okay. changed at all. And, so, and what's wrong with Americans that they can't see that, that the issues are still the same and they're still voting in the same exact people? I think it's because the, 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 the lack of interest and aging out. Well, that's true. As careerism, politics as careerism. Most too. people, you, you, you go out and you talk to most people on the streets, they, they don't know what's up. They, they, they might know. That Joe Biden is their president. Maybe. But they a lot probably of them don't, don't even do no. that. 
I'm aware. So, and, and, you know, we, we've looked at the numbers. I mean, uh, we know that there's 8% of Americans that are actually on Twitter. You take away all the kid gamers, you take away all the streamers, and you take away whatever else you're going to take away. That number is really small of enlightened Americans who are actually on here discussing the issues, having a clue, knowing who the players are, and actually are genuinely concerned for the direction of the country. Right. So, so I mean, that's that's almost a non. Why would you even, you know, mention it? Um, because numbers wise, it doesn't matter. What does matter is that three hundred and thirty whatever million uh, of the American population that's out there. Yeah, how many of the? I mean, look at the look at the actual numbers of people that participate in the election in terms of voting. Right. We know Vastly, that not even. No, no, not even close. Right. So. Yeah, it's it's one of those situations where you, you kind of have to look at everything and, you know. Right. Well, people need to want better for themselves, too. Yeah. I mean, I think at this juncture, eight years on, people should really get how the game is played. They've We've revealed enough of it now for people to at least question. When I have patriots on here, even, uh, you know, that everybody who's for DeSantis, they see what he's done in Florida. They don't see that it's it, it's a complete mimic of everything Trump was doing for America. Right. That he was actually losing his bid for governor until Trump supported him. Right. He lied about running for president. So right there, how are you going to trust the guy? Right there. And 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 seriously, as far as as far as that goes, you want to talk about track record? The people of Florida already elected him to do a job for a specific period of time. He didn't finish the job. Right. He left to go and pursue federal. Well, wait a minute. He's so awesome. He you, can run a state and the country. You and, just, you know, you've just proven that you can't complete elected office because something better came along. Right. So what happens when the cabal comes along with their briefcases full of billions of dollars? Which they've already done. I'm sure they've right. already done. It's like I said early, early on that he's got a sick wife and he's got little kids. Yeah. What better target? Right. He was like oh, molded yeah. as a target for the cabal. Yeah. And and there are very few people in Trump's position. Let's just say for argument's sake that DeSantis and Ramaswamy were actually on the up and up. Okay? Let's mm -hmm. just say there is no way in hell the cabal is going to be afraid of either one of them. They don't have a war chest. Well, Ramaswamy's got a bigger one than DeSantis. They don't have a global network of people that are threatening to the cabal. Right. You know, Trump's got relationships with people like Putin and Z and you know, he's uh, don't he, forget things that he's built over the decades too. That's right. Not just, you know, he's he's helped Saudi Arabia clean out the bad guys that were complicit in 9/11 and now it's like essentially his people in there. Right. And people fail to look at those aspects. You know, and it's the same when we talk about, well then let's have Vivek for Veep. Same issue. Why are any heads of state going to give a crap what he says or what he does or any of that stuff? Why are you trying to cram in another Biden? And and haven't we had, <laughs> you know, I, people are going to complain, but I really don't care because this is the essence. I'm going to talk about this in the second segment a lot more. Mm -hmm. But the essence, I've had enough diversity for 500 damn years. Oh, yeah. I don't want any more. Yeah. I'm not going to play that game. Somebody recommended Candace Owens for vice president. <laughs> we don't play that game. And, and yeah, she says all the right things and she's loud and she's, but she's way more self-interested in her position than any of us. And I'm tired of people supposed to be there to represent us mm -hmm. that are more interested in other things than us. Well, and, and, and this kind of goes to the point that I had in the opener there, where if you're not one of the superstars of wrestling, you're, you're just not getting in. Look at, look at, uh, um, uh, Oh, what's her name? Arizona. Right. Ricky, Nikki, Nikki, Ricky. I don't know. What's her name? Oh, Carrie Lake. Thank She's you. She's the only one I would actually like. Right. To have. And, and and outspoken from the beginning, right in the media's face from the beginning. You know, I'm on. She's to you. a female Trump, essentially. Right. When it comes to America first. But look what happened at the election. Oh, she didn't win. Oh, yeah. it was dramatic. It was close, but she didn't win. 
Yeah, and Katie Hobbs running her own election, like overseeing the election process. That, that's like literally voting for a welcome man in front of, in front of Obama's house. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> and the issue does revolve, though, around the people demanding yeah. our candidates actually be candidates that have proven to put our interests first and not their own. Yeah. Right? There's way it's, too much mitigation um, in, in the things they've done. Vivek took George Soros's brother, his scholarship, funded Vivek's education. Oh, really? This that's, is known. It's nice. admitted. He tried to mitigate it off. Well, I was only 23. I needed the money. And that doesn't mean that I share his idiot. Bull crap. And somebody else said on Twitter earlier, well, you, you know, wouldn't you at 23? No, actually. Well, I wouldn't. Well, unless you're coming out on, on George Soros's uh, gay porno network, what, what exactly is it that you're giving to well, him? Well, he all was that? young and he probably believed that George Soros wanted what was best for the world. Have you ever read any of George Soros's drivel? Yeah. I mean, not you. I'm talking oh. about Vivek. I mean, you're going to take this money from an organization, a scholarship, you don't do any research into it, and you're up here now proclaiming to be America first and, and nationalism and back to the old values and everything Trump says and actually means. Right. But yet, only a short decade or so ago, you took money from an organization whose veiled missive is to destroy American homogeneity and make it as diverse and muddy and uncontrollable as possible? Yeah. I mean, who's buying this? And, and there are people that are. Well, you know, you get older, your values change. He's not old enough for that to have happened yet. Sorry. Yeah, but I, I, would, I would question, you know, you say people are buying it. I, I would question that because what do we know from... Well, even earlier in the show here, I talked about 8% of America is on Twitter. Now, you take out the kids and all the people with other interests that never see a political post on Twitter. Right. It's a very small amount of Americans that are on Twitter. So when you say, oh, well, you know, they're believing it, I wouldn't say that. Because what, what do we know about bot farms? They're just accounts that keep putting out exactly stuff like you're talking about. Right. Right. Well, I've had patriots defend Vivek to me over the last few days, which is why... Are they patriots? Yes. How do you know yes, these because people? These are, because they're people that I have been on this platform with for some years. So, so a line of text that I've been talking to for six years makes them real. Well, here is the thing. When somebody walks like a duck, talks like a duck, acts like a duck, it's almost always a duck. Okay. And uh, the great majority of the patriots that I've been involved with on this platform since 2016, mm -hmm. we do stay the same. Our, you know, our values don't change. Sadly, not enough or as diehard and unwaverable as I would like, yeah. but, but they do. You know, and here's where this part of the emotional manipulation of the disinformation comes in. You know, I had a patriot say to me uh, about, you know, the dead toddlers in Israel, because I don't care about Israel and Palestine. And anybody who does doesn't really get it, hasn't gotten it, has, has no idea what this whole eight year war has been about so far. They probably don't even know that it was Mossad along with the bad Saudis and our own government that did 9 11. So, there's a reason we're saving Israel for last, not to get too conspiracy theorist, but we've been conditioned for 75 years not to criticize yeah. the Jews at no, all, no. like ever. No, 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 and no. what is that famous <laughs> saying? If you want to know who your real oppressors are, look who you can't criticize. Right. And it's true. There's so much going on in that region of the world that filters out and infiltrates into the rest of the West. People don't have any idea. And it's massive. I mean, I've heard things that are, are horrifying, but I'm not going to, you know, I don't promote anything that isn't proven and out there and verifiable for other people. So until that time comes, I, I've reserved speaking about a couple topics over well, the years I, I do for that know reason. In, in 2018, I did a whole bunch of research into all the, the holdings of George Soros in specific. Right. Not the Rothschilds or any of this other stuff. Right. Just him and... All my research, 
it, it yielded something that's quite scary. Uh, we, we remember in 2018 and 2020 um, and 2022, actually, with the, uh, the midterms, um, you remember how many times we were learning that, oh, George Soros funded this guy, his campaign to get to be whatever, uh, district attorney, assistant district attorney, la 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 la. Right. And w what I actually uncovered back in 2018 was that 78% of all of this country's institutions, the people in those key positions, AG, Loretta Lynch, and yeah, a bunch of other Le people, Leticia sure, our James, government, yeah, uh, local government, yeah. I mean, the list goes on. Kamala Harris. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, all of these people that their campaigns were hugely funded by right, him, exactly. And he wasn't even trying to hide it. And they're beholden to him because of that. And people are like, no, you know, it just doesn't work like that, right? Because people don't even realize the insidious lengths they'll go to. I mean, Seth Rich is a great example. Yeah. I mean, they got MS-13, which is also just another enforcement arm of the cabal. All of the criminal cartels are. And people need to understand why this is so important about what's going on at our southern border. They've even taken over, you know, blinds on our side of the border now. Oh, sure. To enforce things. Yeah. I mean, that's how bad it's gotten. Well, we'll stop and think about it. If you're Mexico. Right. I mean, for all of my adult life, the cartels have run Mexico. Right. So if I'm El Presidente of Mexico, wh wh who are these people? Why I'm, I'm the president. What, what the hell are you doing? Right. Oh, well, you're just going to do what you're told. Right. Essentially. Absolutely. Right. So all of these countries, Brazil, Venezuela, et cetera, et cetera, uh, I don't think they're any different. No, of course not. They're worse. You, you've got... Uh, At least Mexico tries to put up the presumption that they're at least a second world country, you know, and they're trying. Right. But all of these things, that's, people need to understand when we're choosing a candidate, everything we've just talked about has to come into play and be considered. Well, this is why I think you're putting the horse behind the cart when you're talking about selecting a candidate or you're talking about the, the debates or you're talking about the Democrats or the Republicans. It, it, it's all the game. Like, Right. Well, everything we're aware we just, of that. Everything we've just outlined here means you don't have a legitimate government, which means you don't have an, a legitimate election We process. have not since 1910, is my estimation. That's about right, but I think. the point is, it's up to us. You know, we can reject, or they can put the candidates forth. They can throw the money behind their campaigns. They can do all these things. And moving forward, I'm completely confident, as much as people don't want to believe it, that the election, the, the actual voting issue has been resolved, right? So, and it would be resolved. I don't believe we're going to have 2024 elections. Really? I don't. I believe that too much has to be revealed. It would be ridiculous without the people understanding what's gone on with the voting process here. You don't think that after, you know, this hundred or so years of setting up this, this great show, they're going to keep it going regardless of what we do or think or say? No, I believe that the truth is going to come out about what happened in 2016 and 2020. And Okay, the, the question I would have right off the top of my head when you say that is, who's reporting the truth? Well, that's the thing of it. Right. I mean, we know that we are now the citizen journalists and people actually turn to X more than they do any mainstream media for their news and for their reporting and things like that. Okay, but keep in mind the statistic about the amount of Americans on on Twitter, on X. 7%, I'm aware. Twelve. Uh, this jury, this trial, all these indictments with Trump, right? Yeah. People don't... Uh, see, you have to either buy into the white hat op or not. And if you do, it all makes sense that this has all been prearranged. You know, that's why Trump is so relaxed and comfortable because he knows nothing's going to come of it. But all of these revelations, look what's come out about the judge in the case. Right. Naked torso pics and his wife is a rabid Trump hater posting things on X and all these things. All of those things would get any normal judge recused at the least. Yeah. You know, but to, to keep going on with this charade... It, it was designed to do that. Trump just said the other day at one of his uh, rallies, he was talking that he wants not just to be televised nationally. He wants it to be televised globally because everybody needs to understand what has happened here. 
And the only way that's going to happen is if people actually see for themselves what's going on. Nobody listens to Everybody takes the news and all the things they hear and see with a grain of salt, except for the few most rabidly insane leftists that, you know, whatever Joy Behar says is gospel. Right. Everybody takes it with a grain of salt. Everybody knows about context and and can discern for themselves in that way. So that's why it's so critically important that this had to happen. How how do you expose the justice system? Well, you have to have a trial where people can see what they do for themselves. How do you expose big pharma? Well, you have to have, you know, a pandemic where you can see how they behave for themselves. Right. How do you expose the corruption in government? Well, you have a rigged election and then you expose it so people can see for themselves. And this is what I always say. It's very much compared to, oh, I'm sorry, Joe, but your wife's cheating on you. Well, he's never going to believe it unless he catches her in the act himself. Right. It's that same kind of disconnect. We can convince ourselves of anything we don't want to believe until we're faced with irrefutable proof. And even in some cases, then people refuse to believe it. Or they do what I see a lot of patriots doing, which really upsets me, and they mitigate it. And there can't be any <laughs> mitigation from now in the future. I'm not talking about the bad guy stuff and the extreme hmm. stuff. I'm talking about the people that support that stuff. Well, you know, they're just average people. They don't. We know. Right. And if we know, they should know. And after all of this time and everything that we've seen, if they don't know, that's going to be our next show, then they're a liability and they need exiled off this dirt. We should not be forced to live with these kind of people. Yeah. Born here or not, we shouldn't be forced to live with these kind of people that are only liabilities to this country and who support the things that are a danger to our country's future. Yeah. Period. I mean, you look at any other time in history... And there'd be heads in the streets rolling around by now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and yet here we are allowing all of this stuff. The education system, to get back to the topic, how do you expose it? By having all these nut job teachers make TikToks and expose themselves so that people can see. Interesting, yeah. I mean, these are all the things. You think Trump called out TikTok because it's a Chinese. He wanted people to see TikTok. Yeah, he drew attention to it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have mentioned it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where we're at. So this brings me to the second segment, which is it's time to choose a side, right? It's really disheartening to hear patriots making excuses and mitigating things in the past. And I feel like we're way past the time where, you know, that didn't allow for an insidious entry into the issues and events critical to keeping our nation whole and on the right track. I mean, at one time, you know, you chose a bad candidate, he did his term, whatever. Now, you know, they're, and for God knows how long, they're working for the globalists, and every bit of damage they do, do is just, you know, compounding and, and furthering that agenda of destroying Western freedom. Yeah. And while I'm mostly only concerned here with America, you know, they do that to go back to that original topic of, of, you know, the Israel-Palestine thing, they do that by emotional manipulation. I had a patriot say to me, don't you care about the dead toddlers? And I said, they're not dead American toddlers. So no. And until you stop caring about everybody else's toddlers, but our own toddlers, <laughs> this stuff is going to continue. Right. Oh, well, you know, I know you're a really nice person, Kate. I know you're not that hard. I said, but I am. Because somebody has to be. I don't see enough people being that way. No. To make a difference. No. And there's and this is why we're here at this segment. Time to choose a side. Diversity's destroyed this nation. Inclusion has destroyed our institutions by diluting them with those absolutely not qualified except for their ideology. That's the only thing that qualifies them to those putting them in those positions. Yeah. And I understand that it's not easy to take such a hard stance. But if we don't do so now, we won't ever get the chance to do so again. This is our last choice. And, and you either choose America above all, no matter what, or we'll never get this choice again. Crickets in the audience? <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be good luck. 
Oh, <clears> good. <throat> yes, it is. In, in China, they keep them in little cages for good luck, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, y'all, can I jump in real quick? You sure can. Thank you for coming. Welcome to Sound Off America. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, no, I was just going to say that I completely 100% agree with everything that y'all are talking about. Um, I also do not believe that we will be having elections in 2024. Cool. Um, they are too scared of Trump winning. Um, and I, you know, I know you're saying that you don't care about the war going on in the least. I really don't either, except for the fact that I think they are going to use it to stop the election. Right. Also, another thing is that, you know, what's it going to take? You're talking about what's it going to take for people to wake up? People in this country are so comfortable and complacent right now. And I'm saying this because I look at what my friends are posting on Facebook. You know, they're still going to their football games and, you know, the cheerleading tryouts and everything is just going as normal. A little bit of inflation is not bothering them right now. Right. Like it should. And um, so that comes to, okay, what's going to really open their eyes? I mean, everything is laid out in front of them right now and they're choosing to ignore it. I think it is going to take the scare event. I think the scare event is going to be possibly the military draft for a bullshit war in the Middle East that we have no reason to be in. I think right. that might wake people up. I don't know. What do y'all think? I think that's a, a really excellent point. Um, we always knew there was going to be something along the lines of World War Three that would be the scare event that, that really kind of did it. I mean, it's, it's sad to see that, you know, they're attempted abduction of our children and indoctrination into this ridiculous ideology that they've, you know, layered everything in this country with wasn't enough because it certainly was for me and or the pandemic, you know, they literally killed our family members and let them die in isolation. We weren't allowed to see them. And then they poisoned yeah. us with the remedy. Right. Yeah. So that wasn't enough either. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be something as serious as a World War Three scare event, too. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. And the thing is, is that I honestly believe that whole pandemic bullshit, which, yeah, the vaccine killed my dad. So, right. uh, you know, I know we've all lost family members from that. Um, but I totally believe that that was a test and we fell for it. Like right. a bunch of dumbasses, mm. you know. And But I just wonder if people let that happen again. Now, we know that the people that still drive around by themselves wearing their masks will fall for it again. Right. But will the <laughs> majority of the population fall for it again and i'm thinking they're thinking that we won't you know so okay let's bring in world war three now right Not trump exactly exactly but again it's a matter of and i'm sorry about your father it's it's a matter of whether the okay. white hats are controlling all this and making this stuff happen so it's exposed and the people see and if it's as we've been told that we are essentially safe and only those who don't really know will be freaked out by it or whether I, I go back and forth on that. I go back and forth on white hats, black hats, who's in control, who's not in control. I mean, I've been following this stuff on Telegram for the last three years now. You know, right. I've learned so much and I've woken up. My eyes are wide open, you know, and it's just so frustrating when, you know, my family members think I need an intervention and I'm oh, sure no. all of us have gone through that before, you know. Um, but I think that the best thing we can do is to red tell them slowly in bits and pieces, ask, right. que ask them questions about what they think, you know, and slowly they might they might be able to open their eyes, I hope. I don't know. Right. No, I completely agree, and that's why it's taken so long. I mean, all of these different, it's, it's literally infiltrated every aspect of Western life. Yeah. So it's not going to yeah. happen overnight. We're not going to wake people up overnight. And I, I said this way early on. That, you know, to drop the bomb of all this stuff. Trump couldn't reveal that stuff while he was in office. People ask, why didn't Trump arrest and execute Hillary? Because then you're just, you know, making them think we're everything they say we are, for one. And even patriots wouldn't believe the truth that's dropped on them without having to go through it themselves. People need to feel it. They can't just see it. Absolutely. So. And Trump, Trump is the absolute master chess player. I completely 100 percent, you know, believe in everything, every move that he makes, I think is calculated. He knows what he's doing. Right. And he might have a lot of criticism, especially from the defensive group. Um, but I think he knows what he's doing. I really do. I agree. I, I hope he does. And we talked about that a little bit in the, in the first segment about, you know, the DeSantis and the Vivek people. It's like, what is it going to take until you see they're just 
you know, essentially controlled opposition to either take some of Trump's votes or to steal away his supporters. And, and they both just sound exactly like Trump. So just because people are tired of, of what they perceive as Trump not doing anything, they're going to jump over to those other camps. And they both have shady histories. DeSantis held one of his fundraisers at Dominion offices. He's taken <laughs> $200,000 from Democrat supporters oh. for his campaign. I mean, these are things that patriots don't do if they're on the up and up. No. So. No. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and when wow. are we going to take a stand and say, okay, as soon as you do that, you're mm-hmm. out. Done. Yeah. There's no mitigation. Oh, well, Vivek explained the scholarship. I don't care. I don't care what his excuses are. We're at the point now that if we mitigate even a little bit from this point forward, we're going to lose our country. Well, and and that's, you know, listening to you guys talk back and forth there just now, you know, and it's going to take, you know, a certain amount of time to get people to clue in and blah, blah, blah. I don't believe the country has that much time. We uh, The latest numbers that I've looked at um, that that I think are really the, the closest to being genuine about the, the migration in the South, 38 million people are, are over... The border. Right. 38 million from all over the world, including Ukraine, including Hamas. Has anybody gonna, asked DeSantis and Vivek what they're going to do about that 30 million, 38 million illegal immigrants? Well, no, but here's recently what your president said he's going to do. He's going to shorten the wall to 12 feet high, and he's going to put it on wheels so that it's movable. Which president? Biden. Oh, well, he's not my president. <laughs> President. Right, <laughs> exactly. But uh, Trump said he's going to mass deport them all. Yeah. But what is what do DeSantis and Vivek say about that? Because I don't even know. I don't listen to the yum yums. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Call me a terrible host, but I I don't keep up on them either. Because and it kind of goes back to it. Uh, look at look look at the polls. Uh, Vivek and DeSantis and and all the 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 people they're trying to throw up there don't even touch Trump by like no. sixty points. I know. He's I've, like way, I've way never there. seen spreads like that in any poll in this country since the 70s. Ever. Yeah. I, I don't think ever I've ever seen. Well, that's when I was around. Right. <laughs> right? right. That's a, I'm not saying it's it's never happened. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, in, in my time on the planet, yeah, there, there's never been a spread like that. And that's coming from Politico and, and all the major pollsters. That, right. that You know, so oddly enough, why they'd be reporting that, don't know. Maybe it's like you say, maybe there is going to be no election and they're banking on that for other other means, other other goals. Well, again, I, I think it's just a distraction to draw votes away, to splinter support. Um, I don't think either one of them ever had a chance anyway. No, no. I mean, over 100 million Americans are Trump supporters. That's a lot of people. Well, and think about this too. Think about 2016 because that, that that's kind of... Was it 2016 or 2020? I think it was 2016. Bloomberg. Right. He drops 1.5 billion of his own dollars. Right. To that fail. was at the behest of the cabal because he's a way cabal bitch. So that was at Gotta the behest be, of the cabal just to try and draw support, splinter support, draw votes. Because if you're like if you're him, yeah, right? he's a Democrat though, wasn't yeah. he? I don't even know. He he was that innocuous to the election. Yeah, he didn't irrelevant. matter that much. Yeah, completely. I don't even know what he was. Probably. I'm assuming he's a, a Nancy Pelosi lover and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely. So, they all um, are. Yeah. But but for him to drop that sizable amount of money for for nothing, right? Like you, you can't tell me the guy doesn't have the common sense enough to know that. Look at the room. Read the room. Right. Right. You, you'd just be thro- literally throwing it in garbage cans and, and dumping. And it who are their advisor? Who are their campaign advisors that say exactly you're doing well when you when you've got like Nikki Haley's campaign advisor? Who who is that? <laughs> like what kind of glue are they on to think she ever had a, a shot in hell too? Because she's a woman. Yeah, we don't play that game. We're not the left. No. No. And frankly, like I said, the only woman I'd vote for would be Carrie Lake because she has been the same from the first time she opened her mouth to today. Just like Trump's been the same since he was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. 
So we need to now make a decision. We need to choose a side. No more mitigating. No more maybes. No more wishy-washies. No more, well, he could be a good replacement for Trump. No. No. You know, it's like I say in my opener for this show that it's about collecting all these viewpoints from all the different patriots and consolidating them into one direction. Right. It's like a marriage. You can be polar opposites, as you and I are, but yet we share a common destination. And that's why we've been married for 13 years. And this is the same thing. Right. If a country isn't headed in the same direction, it will fail. And we've seen so many fail. But the interesting thing about that, too, is that, uh, to be honest and fair, the, the countries that we've seen fail have failed on purpose. Such as? Anywhere the CIA is. Well, that's everywhere. And that's another thing. I mean, this is the cabal. You know, anybody looking to any government for anything mm-hmm. has to understand that they're all in, in, in on it together. Yeah. Now, the the... Exception at the moment might be Italy. Georgia Maloney's doing some stuff, but in my opinion, she's not going far enough. And I understand they're right next to Africa. So it's a little different situation than here. But we have to make this decision. We have to go far enough to fix the problems once and for all. You know, and the left plays on our emotions with this. Oh, well, you know, you hate this person and you're a terrible person because you don't want that person in this position. Okay, (laughs) when are we going to say, okay, because we know that's not what's best for the country. Well, and and have we forgotten life? Life isn't fair. You know, things happen to you that you don't ask for. Right. Equality is a myth. There's, it's never going to happen. We're all born with different attributes and different deficits and different skill sets. And, right. And it's our, our working to overcome these things and to improve our strengths and to, to merit being where we'd like to be that sets us apart. And to strive for that. Right. If you're all too busy, you know, reveling in the diminished capacities... Right. Where are you going as a society? There's the show name. Yes. Absolutely. Where, I mean, where are you going? Nowhere. Right. No? I, I completely agree. You I know. completely agree. But, I mean, if that's the goal, to keep everybody in their homes and working from home so they can still eat while they just, you know. Right. Well, the internet keep, keep and the, the handhelds and, and all these other things, you know, we're, I'm still on the fence on whether it's good or bad. Because oh, I'm not. I've read enough psychological profiles. To it know. has connected people that never would have had an opportunity for connection before. Sure, but my girlfriend in Lisbon, it, 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 it just, Excuse me, 3,000 miles away? Yeah, but that was acted upon. All right, fair. We didn't just I sit didn't there wait, for months. Because I'm not a waiter. I'm, I, a, I'm a doer. I didn't keep sending you money. No. (laughs) Right? Okay. You look at these online relationships, that's what you see. Right. Oh, how long have you been going out with so-and-so? Oh, four and a half years. Right, yeah. Oh, I love them. They love me. Three minutes from our first conversation. Three months and we were married after our first conversation. Yeah. Right. Right. Because we didn't use it as a crutch. We used it as a tool. Right. Oh, look at that. There's this wonderful girl in New York City. Look at that. Would I have known about that without the internet? No. No. Am I glad we got the internet because of that? Eh. <laughs> no, I'm still on the fence because you got to, it, it, it's, it's the pluses and minuses. You know, right. how, how much good is it versus how much bad? Right. They use it as a manipulation of the weak and we use it to incite the strong. Right. So it's, it's a pro and it's a con. Right. And just like everything else. But Back to the actual topic, we need to pick, it's all related, it's not not related, but we need to choose people where the pros overwhelmingly outnumber the cons. Right. There's always going to be cons, that's life, that's just life. But we need to choose candidates that overwhelmingly have pros. And the other thing that we, we need to, to do too, as far as the internet's concerned, we need to understand something. We think we're ahead of the mainstream media 
and the messages and and all the rest of that. We we're 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 smarter than that. We we know what they report is lies. What I've seen is a huge trend. Everybody just trusting anything that's on X. And well, I can't. don't know about that. It's what have I always told my people? I've always said, do your, you know, co-commit and research. You know, you hear something, go and try and find that same thing in several other places. And if you can, and you can corroborate it, then it's likely to be so. Okay, but here's the thing. Most people don't. And and most people, and, and we know this from the mainstream media audiences over the last 20 decades. Right. Um, most people, we, we become, and thanks to the internet, we can do it now in, in record time, we become reactors. Oh, DeSantis was eating at a McDonald's with Trump. <gasps> it, it's that instantaneous thing. And, and, and that's, I think... Y- y- you're gonna. You, I think there's a number of professionals that would agree with me that that has become addictive. You get online every day. You get up there. You see what's going on. What's going on? What's what Biden wants to lower the border wall and put wheels on it so it's movable. Right. Oh my God! Like, just stop and think about the headline for a second. Like that headline is absolutely ludicrous. Right. No, no reasonable functioning human being over 20 years old is going to look at that and go. Oh, yeah, make it smaller and put wheels on it. That makes sense. No. Right. It's a border wall. Yeah. It's supposed to keep Attila the Hun out. Right. Not- that's that's the thing. We're we're so far removed from Attila the Hun that people just don't get it. Well, isn't they it They just funny? don't get it. The Chinese still got their wall. Yeah, and they're coming. The Huns are coming. They're here. They're coming. And... If anything sparks or kicks off, it is going to be a bloody war. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when Trump actually gets back in office and says mass deportation, that's when I expect something to kick off. Because everybody fights for their survival. And if they don't want to go back to where they came from, they'll certainly do so. They're only... The whole point is that the we don't ask those that are coming here whether they're going to be assets or liabilities. And we need to get to a point now where we need to do that. And I'm counting people that live here that are born here, too. Oh, yeah, which is why I like your idea. You know, the the whole Greenland for five years thing, work your way here. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. We have an annexed part of the United States. If you want to become a U.S. citizen, you do your time there. Prove to be an asset rather than a liability. You commit a crime over there. Well, you're certainly not making it to mainland USA. Nope. You know, and we're definitely going to do the exile show next Sunday. That's obviously going to get you a better quality American. Right. You know, there's a reason why everybody in the world wants to come here. Right. But the people that are here, I don't think for the most part, um, I can certainly say for the most part, it doesn't mean anything to them. No. Because they haven't had to They haven't earned it. it. Exactly. Right. Our people have fought and died for this country. So it means something to us. They come here and they just use us. We are the world's doormat and that needs to stop. Right. It needs to stop for our children and our grandchildren. They will not have a country of their own. Right now you can come here and wear somebody else's flag on your back. Chant death to America. Say our free speech covers US citizens. It doesn't, you know, cover belligerent occupiers and and those that have come here you know, just to damage no. and destroy. No. So, yeah. No. And what? <laughs> it, it is. It is frustrating. We need to make some new legislation. We need to uh, rewrite existing legislation. Add some new legislation when we have a good government in place. Well, and 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 not just federal. I'm talking right down to the towns. Uh, school boards right. need to be federally mandated. Well, teach. no, we can't do that because our constitution divides federal and state for a reason. We give states autonomy. That's what sets us apart from every other country. I don't care who's got to do it, but somebody's got to start teaching American history and what this country Well, means. the governors need to put forth and their own house of representatives for the state need to do that because right. each state has a house of representatives too, just like federal. Yeah. So they need to do that as well. But it all comes down to the same point of not settling 
for just any Joe Schmo. Great example, Federberg or whatever his name is. John Fetterman. Fetterman, yes. Oh. Who the hell voted for that Maluk? Uh, well, this is okay, but now now we're we're post fraudulent elections, so I say Dominion did. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's also the people didn't object. The people didn't say, I don't want this Maluk representing me. This isn't me. It's They're true. settling for whoever they put forth in front of you. And you're, you're accepting it. Yeah. And it's unacceptable. And the time has come to make it unacceptable again. People are, are so mouthy on social media, yet when it counts, they won't speak up. No. They won't say, hey, that dude, bad gut niggle, he's not for us. He's not for America. He's in it for himself. He's in it for whatever reason. Yeah. But he is not in it for America. Which so, I believe no. is what you said about DeSantis months before he ever Way months. declared. Yeah. 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 I, you know, my initial gut niggles are always heated because the only times in my life I've ever regretted were when I didn't listen to my gut niggles. Right. And then I, I verify. I, I do my research and I, I verify, you know, the gut niggle. Right. Either prove it or disprove it. And it's never been disproven. And I've never been wrong. So there's a first time for everything, granted, but... Hasn't happened yet. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So like I say, we have to we have to make a choice. Are we choosing America? Or are we gonna choose wishy-washy mitigation because we're too afraid to take a stand for what this country needs? And that that means calling us xenophobes and racists and whatever other name they want to call us, because they're gonna call us that anyway. I got news for you. They call us that anyway, then you capitulate. And they just get what they want. Right. So the toddler is tantruming because it wants its lollipop. You say no, so it calls you a bad mother, so you give it a lollipop. <laughs> and this is exactly what Americans are doing when they allow those names and the things that the left says to affect our judgment. Yeah. The second yeah. you stand up and say, nope, you know what? Deaf ears, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. This is how it's going to be from now on. You don't have to like it. This is it. A hundred plus million Americans saying that. And this country, this will be over. This will be over. Which has always made me wonder about that number. It's like, okay, well, if there's a hundred million out there, why crickets? Why well, Look what's I, happening. In their defense, there are a great many issues. So it's the education system. It's the legal system. It's the government system. It's the voting system. Right. It's, the, but you, it's all of that. You, uh, eight, nine months ago on one of the shows, you had the great answer for that. And that was get involved locally. Get involved in your school board. Get involved in your, your city council. Get involved. Right. Pick it, something that's most important to you and stick to that. But overall, maintain these principles and take it to your local level. Yeah. And we and, absolutely and, need to do that. And dare I say, lead by example. That's right. Lead by example. Right. You know, it, it, it's about not wavering. When are we going to stop caring what people think about us yeah. to our own detriment? To our own detriment. Always. Yeah. So yeah. now's the time to choose a side. The time is now to decide. Whether we're truly America first or whether we don't care if we have a country, because this is what it comes down to. And that, yeah, I was just going to say that is actually what those two sides are in your second segment leader there. Uh, what those two sides are. You're either America first or you're not. And if you're not, you've got no business being here. Right. Why are you here? At all. Right. You know, Cher keeps talking about going to Canada. Well, go ahead. Right. All of you go to Canada. It's beautiful. They up have there. A, a misshapen version of America's give us your poor, your unwashed masses. That means to say that we should take all the scumbag, low life liabilities from other countries right. into the country and make it American. We we used to be American exceptionalism is a thing. Yeah. It's a thing, people. Yeah. And it needs to be a thing again. You 
meritocracy is a thing. It needs to be a thing again. Gold medals used to mean something at the Olympics. Now they don't. Right. Well, we're just taking in everybody for this because we don't want to look like jerks for turning them away. So what's more important? You look like a jerk or you have a country of your own. Your kids won't have a country of your own. Your, their own, their, your grandkids, they will not have a country of their own. No. We are the great melting pot. That word, that term has always irked me because that just means sludge. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything good. There's no quality in a melting pot. No. It's melting it all down into a big mess. And that's what we've got. That's what we've got right now. You know, Hollywood loves to talk about <laughs> the other countries and the poor people and, and the marginalized and the and the hoozy watsy. They go so far now as to, you know, like cast black Anne Boleyns and stuff like that. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. And we put up with it. And we put up with it. Well, and look at the numbers, too. Not only do we put up with it, we watch it. Oh, I don't watch it. There's certain things I just won't watch. Okay, again, extremely small number. Like right? Denzel took over the role in The Equalizer. But he did a good job. But he's excellent. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. You know, but making James Bond a black woman, I got a problem with that. <laughs> I have a problem with that. You're doing it just because it brings nothing to the role. Oh. There's no meaning to it whatsoever. I, I didn't pay atten- attention to that at all. Uh, when when I first heard about it, I'm like, yeah, okay, ignore. Um did did they actually even try to explain what what is it his like black daughter or something no like no there's a there's a new agent in the last film in which he dies that uh helps him out so she's going to become the next 007 apparently then she would have a different agent number she should be 0012 or something i'm aware yeah i'm aware <laughs> that's not how it works i know i know but yeah. So this wow. is the thing, you know, and it's hard. I still even get twinges, you know, of that guilt that they've thrown and heaped upon us for decades now. Really? You know, especially when I talk about the Israel-Palestinian thing. But that's the conditioning. And you have to be stronger than the conditioning. Yeah. And when I talk about countries and things like that, I talk about governments when I'm talking about this. The Israeli government is is absolute garbage, just so you know. Yeah. And if you really knew who ran the Israeli government, you'd agree. And Mossad has been complicit with CIA in all of the heinous atrocities and terrorist attacks and everything that have gone on. Mm -hmm. They're just all manipulators. They're all users. They all need to, to be gone. And what do I say... It's like the racist game. It's like the Islamophobe game. It's all this stuff. The way to win that game is not to play. You have your position. This is, it's not about being against other people. It's about being for your own. And there's nothing wrong with that. And and where someone made us think there was something wrong with that is where we went off track. Right. And we need to get back on track so absolutely well it's been a really good pilot episode and on behalf of crash and myself thank you for joining us on sound off america we hope this episode provided you with a conservative perspective and thoughtful discussion about the state of our beloved country remember the strength of a nation lies in its ability to condense a range of viewpoints into a shared direction With your help, we'll create a space where conservative guests and listeners can freely express their thoughts, concerns, and hopes for America every week. Keep the discussion going outside of this space. It's only we, the people, that can realize the dream of America that so many have fought for. Be here next week, where we continue to amplify the voices that shape our great nation. Beginning later tonight, you can listen to this episode anytime on Spotify and all your favorite broadcast platforms. Be sure to sign up at FuryCast.com to be notified when future shows and episodes drop. Never stop sounding off, America. Love you more than catnip.